That is not all the Lenovo we've got for you. One more topic. This music means that Avram is dancing like a lunatic to my left, which is my favorite part of the week, because it's time for the Pilch Point. With online editorial director of Laptop Magazine, Avram Pilch. This is proudly powered by the Tech Podcast Network. Avram, are you there? Yes! Excellent! Yes. Yes. I'm here with a Lenovo product, no less. Before we get into the Lenovo product, Avram, go ahead and give them your contact information. I am the online editorial director for Laptop Magazine. You can follow us on all of our news, including our review of this product I'm about to show you on LaptopMag.com. Follow me on Twitter at GeekInChief. Let's jump into it. I mean, why waste time here? We we have been waiting for this uh, for both good and bad reasons for quite some time now. And yep. we finally, you finally have your hands on it and are gracing us with its presence. The Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Carbon, Avram the Floor. Which, which is a, a product that, that we discussed, yes. the, the three of us, a number of weeks ago because we had had, uh, Nick and I had had a conversation with somebody on Twitter about it who was confused about how um, retail works and how not every product is designed for every human being. Um, so let's... It, I, you've obviously Jeez. zoomed in on the keyboard, so let's start with what we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago: the keyboard itself. So uh, this product, this ThinkPad uh, X1 Carbon. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, this is the second generation. The original came out in 2012 and is still for sale. And then they added a touchscreen option in 2013. Uh, so what I have here is a new 2014 ThinkPad X1 Carbon, which has. Uh, the optional 2560 by 1440 display here, uh, and it has the new adapter, the new keyboard, which features an adaptive row. They actually, if you, it, that's not optional, the keyboard part. Uh, so what you'll notice up here, I hope, is that there's no function row. Uh, above the numbers over here, what we have is something that's that is LED lit. So you can see that these are like backlit backlit with symbols right and so if I hit this button you'll see the symbols change this function button over here you'll see the symbols are changing there are four modes there's the one that just looks like function keys and then there's one that looks like a web browser stuff with a refresh button and then there's ones that are for conferencing and they not only change when I hit this function button here but they also change depending on what the app is so for example let's say I'm in a web browsing app, right? So let's say I go to my desktop and I open up uh, Google Chrome as I have right here, right? Well, what you're going to see is you're going to see that if I that if I were to uh, show you over here, it's actually changed to the refresh button and all that because I'm in a web browser. So it knows what I'm what I'm using. And it makes adjustments accordingly. Uh, that being that being said, uh, we found that the keyboard on this is actually a big disappointment, and that's uh, saying a lot for Lenovo ThinkPad because uh, I, I don't think anyone has been more effusive in their praise of Lenovo keyboards than I have, and uh, that's why I can say that this one's kind of disappointing. Now, why is it disappointing for a few? For if you're a typist, it's disappointing for a few reasons. One is this adaptive row up here is flat. It's not these are these do not offer any type of tactile feedback at all. They're just lights. So 
if you're trying to touch type and you want to reach and you want to hit the F, you know, F5, for example, because you want to refresh your browser, well, you're going to have to look. You're going to have to look down because A, you can't really find your way by feel, and B, the button may or may not be in refresh mode. It may or may not be in the F, the function mode. So the fact that the mode is constantly changing uh, makes it a little bit less predictable to know what you're going to hit. And then if you have to actually get a function like print screen, uh, there's no FN key on this, right? Uh, like you normally see on a laptop. Instead, you use this little function key up here in the corner, right? So if you want print screen, you actually have to hit this um, non-key key here, this light, and the S key at the same time to do a print screen. And that can be, you know, kind of a pain. Uh, the other thing that's really, really annoying about this is in order to save space when they got rid of the function row, Lenovo combined a couple of two keys into one key area. So if I look over here, look at my backspace and delete. Uh, do you notice where the delete is? The delete is oh. where backspace normally is. Uh-uh. Right? It's Can't do normally, that. Normally you would see delete like above it, you know, a little bit, and backspace would be on your far right. Isn't that against um, the Ten Commandments of keyboards? I think so. Uh <laughs> You know that so uh, a lot of people that we handed this to in the office were hitting delete and wonder and when they meant to hit backspace and so was I. Uh, the other thing that's a little weird is there's no caps lock, which okay, who uses caps lock these days? Google's gotten rid of it on Chromebooks. They put home and end there. So you know, okay, I don't need my caps lock, but how do you get caps lock? Well, you do it by getting the sh hitting the shift key twice, double tapping the shift key. If you look real closely, you can see the shift key has a green light on it yep. and it's lit. That means it's in caps lock mode. So if you hit shift too many times, you know, you're resting your fingers or whatever, you might end up in caps lock mode without wanting to be. That happened to me a couple of times. And if uh, you're you and if you're really not careful, if you hit it like three or four times, you're gonna keys. put Windows into sticky key mode. Yeah, it it's it's uh, actually I don't know if that happens. Let's see. It should be five uh, times. Hit it five times in succession, it should go to sticky key. Uh I'm not getting sticky key, but uh, okay. I will tell I will tell you this: it is it is frustrating, right? Because it's it's just it's you. I feel like as a touch typist, you have to look down at this keyboard far too much. You shouldn't have to look down ever. Uh, right. The other problem that I have with this keyboard: the original ThinkPad X1 Carbon wasn't quite as good a keyboard as your normal ThinkPad, and this is actually worse. The keys are actually kind of stiff. They don't have a lot of vertical travel, and and they just don't feel like you would expect a ThinkPad keyboard to feel. So. It's, I'm not here to simply criticize this product, but I think uh, you know it has a lot of great things going for it. But the keyboard, which is touted as one of the great, you know, it, which is the first time that Lenovo has done this adaptive keyboard thing and done this thing where they've combined the backspace and delete and the home and home and end and placed the caps lock. I think that's kind of a fail. I mean, it's it's really not living up to you know what you would expect if you're going out and you're spending at least twelve ninety nine on this. Uh, and you're a business user, a productivity user, I think you want a keyboard that, that, that gets the basics done. Uh, we also found that the touchpad uh, was a bit jumpy. Uh, maybe a future driver update will, will solve that. And the track point buttons, which are now integrated into the, into the top of the touchpad, uh, we've actually tested two different models on one of them. It was, it was quite stiff. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a little, it's a little unfortunate that you have things like that on what could be a really, really great notebook. Now, 
if you're not super picky about keyboards like I am, it might not bother you. And you might be really impressed that this is actually even a little bit thinner than the previous generation was. Now, this one having a touchscreen makes it a bit thicker. It's about 0.73 inches thick at its thickest point here. Uh, and the touchscreen is a, is a lovely 10-point 10, 10 touchscreen. Uh, you can't really see how nice it looks over here on, on my webcam, but uh, needless to say, it's, uh, it's, a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful color display here. Uh, having the 2560 by 1440 is really nice. You can also get it with 1600 by 900, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, because it has Haswell inside, it also has a, real, uh, has a lot better battery life. So prior generation uh, ThinkPad X1 Carbon with touch was 550. This is 715 in terms of battery life. Now, without touch, the prior generation was 745, and we haven't tested this one without touch because they didn't send us one without touch. Um, but, uh, you know, you can expect quite a bit longer. There seems to be a pretty significant touch penalty uh, when you when you get these laptops. So uh, if unless you really want touch, uh, I'd recommend getting without it because you'll get more battery life and you'll actually be maybe 0.2 pounds lighter as well uh, for not ha for not having touch. Uh, now, because this is part of Intel's initiative now with these Ultrabooks is that they want uh, things that are beyond just the keyboard and mouse. So Lenovo has added a neat gesture control software to this, uh, which is, you know, it's more of a gimmick than anything else, but it's a fun gimmick. If I move my hand over here, you can see that I'm moving through the pictures. Um, I can do it, – it works in a, in a bunch of apps. Most specifically, it for business, it works in PowerPoint. Also, if you're playing a video, you can do the the uh, Supreme Stop in the name of love, and it'll stop, or it'll pause, or it'll unpause uh, by doing that. This also has Dragon Assistant on it, uh, which is fairly complex. It'll compose email for you or whatever, but I found that it was both the gesture and the voice were a bit more trouble than they were worth. It would just be easier to reach over and touch the keyboard, particularly when the gestures aren't recognized unless you get fairly close. I mean, if what you really want from, from that is to be able to stand across the room and do this uh, if you're running a presentation. Otherwise, why not get a, a, a wireless clicker or something like that, which is 20 bucks? So, you know, that's, that's a bit gimmicky, uh, but, you know... You, this at a, for a 14-inch notebook, uh, starting at 2.9 pounds, about 3.1 pounds if you get it with touch, uh, is probably the lightest 14-inch notebook you're going to find. It's very thin, and you know, depending on how picky you are about your keyboards, you might really love this. On the other hand, uh, Lenovo also makes the X240, which we've talked about previously on this show. The X240 has a 12.5-inch screen. It also weighs around three pounds. It costs $400. It starts at $400 less than this, although if you similarly configure them, the price might come closer. It has a better keyboard. It's a little bit thicker, but it can last up to 20 hours on a charge, so I'd recommend that one instead. Uh, but... Uh, you know, this is uh, still Lenovo really pushing the envelope here in terms of thinness and lightness. I just wish that they had paid a bit more attention to what you really expect from a ThinkPad, which is a great keyboard, and, and this one falls short. Right. So, so uh, we, we, for those of us who follow Laptop Mag all the time, we know that you guys do your ratings on a five-star five scale. What did you guys give this one? We gave it a three. Okay. So a, th a three for us is 
recommended with reservations. We say, hey, look, you can get this. You wouldn't say, like, don't possibly consider it. But um, there are better products out there. And in this case, the better product to get if you're in the market for this is probably another Lenovo in the X240 or the T440S, which has an even better keyboard, has the best Lenovo keyboard and weighs, you know, maybe half a pound more. Uh, but, you know, so that's what we, that's what we give this. Uh, you know, we had a lot of debate internally as to whether or not to give it a lower rating than that, but we figured it's, you know, it really depends on how picky you are about your typing. A lot of people are not as picky as as we are, and we'll we'll be we'll be cool with it, and we'll actually like the adaptive row a bit. But if you're a touch typist, this is not this is not the experience that you would expect from from what is supposed to be the king of keyboards. Right. Very upsetting as far as the keyboard's concerned, but definitely high marks for, for Lenovo attempting to push some of the boundaries. And hopefully, as they progress through the lines, we'll see improvements and fixes and things of that nature. Like, sometimes it feels they're giving us beta products again. And that, and that bothers me because if you put this in front of a use caser, they go, um, do caps lock, so, um, function so, key. So so here's the thing. Um, I, I make this, this analogy anytime somebody does this. and. Personally, I think it's it's a good one. It's Mirror's Edge. Some people really yep. loved it. Most people didn't. However, that game was something new, something unique, and it has actually turned into a really good mobile game. Like So I like to see companies try crazy yes. things. They may not necessarily be successful, but if you don't do something crazy occasionally technology will never advance so yeah i i give them a lot of i give them a lot of credit for for trying this i think a lot could have i think a lot could have been resolved by paying a little bit more attention to the to the feel of the keys which i know that we've i've had discussions with them and they said hey look this is 0.7 inches thin we can't get as much travel and so on but yeah even the placement of, of the keys it's an it's a nice attempt and you know what i compare it to are you guys familiar with the razor blade notebook yeah, yeah, yeah. So the razor blade system, where they had the LED lights on the back, the LED lights on the back of the keys, or the Art Lebedev keyboard that you and I love so much, the one where the keys are all LED lights that light up into different symbols. Right, best thing ever. That's what they should have, in my opinion. If they were going to do this, that's what they should have done. These Agreed. Can all, these are like you know lights that can only light up in four things. They have no feel. They don't press down. What they should do is they should have made them real keys, and then they should have made them light up with real LCD behind them. Uh, then that would have then that would have been pretty cool, and I think everybody would have agreed that hey, that hey, this is a really neat neat step. And then the last one, th- and then they should have put the delete on the top row because right. you know again it's like yeah, you might argue that that's a good placement, but then why don't we all just get one? We just come out with a notebook with a Dvorak keyboard, like. You know, people are used to a QWERTY layout, and they should be able to pick up this notebook and use it like a normal keyboard that they would expect. Shouldn't have to be retraining in what you already know, especially when it comes to a keyboard. I, I agree with you, Abram. Hey, thank you so much, and, and obviously, um, thank Mark as well, for, uh, the editor in chief over at Laptop Mag, for let, for letting him uh, put this on display here at F Five Live. We definitely appreciate you gracing us with with the X One Carbon. Always a pleasure. Hope to have something more, even more exciting for you next week. Go ahead and give him your contacts before you take off. Great. So you can uh, you can read all, you can read our full review of the ThinkPad X1 Carbon at laptopmag.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Geek in Chief 
or uh, fo- or find me on Facebook or Google Plus. We'll see you next week, Gabriel. See you next week.